What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here for the Leader Swift Podcast. Today, we have Roberson Pierre. Roberson is a youth pastor. He just wrote a brand new leadership book called Target. Uh, he has led on nonprofit spectrums and ministry spectrums. He is just the real deal when it comes to leadership. I'm really excited for today's episode. Right before we jump in with Roberson, I just want to ask you guys, if you can share this episode with a friend, go ahead and text it to them post about it. Uh, We want more people to grow as leaders. We think that's something so valuable uh, that we bring. And and if you can go ahead and just leave us a review, uh, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. It's just going to help us to reach more people and help create more leaders. You guys are so important to that. And so we're going to jump right into our conversation with Roberson Pierre. What is up, everybody? I am here with Roberson. Pierre, how's it going today? How you doing, man? Man, I am good. It is bright and early in the West Coast, uh, but wishing I was in Boston because that was the best lobster sandwich I've ever had in my entire life, that lobster roll Yo, in Boston. Come to Boston, man. We got you. Yeah, I'm, no I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. The lobster is incredible uh, right on the bay there. But how are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, man. Just hanging in there and grinding and, and just really enjoying the season and, and learning everything God has for us to learn, man. Yeah, I feel like this is a season for creatives. Um, it's given them more time to focus on creating things. Um, so it's been a really interesting season. Uh, but tell everybody a little bit about you and your leadership journey. Cool. So, uh, I was born in Boston, born and raised in Boston. Uh, my mom was my mom's Haitian and I lived in Haiti for about nine years, the first nine years of my life. And then I moved back in Boston, back to Boston. And so, uh, I started really leading in school, like high school and during different things but really into ministry when i was about 17 years old i started leading in ministry i was i was a youth leader um and i was the youth leader that wasn't all the way saved i i, I made a lot of mistakes I, I wasn't completely sold out uh you know i was a youth leader because i had influence and because i had influence the de- the, the deacon that was over the youth ministry was like hey you need you need to be a youth leader and i said so i said why not and so I started leading and, you know, I lacked, I lacked character. I lacked integrity. I, I lacked a serious relationship, a serious commitment to God, but I was leading anyways. And that was 17, 18, 19. Um, went to college. And before I even got to college, the ministry at Boston College, um, they heard about what I was doing in, in my community. And so um, they reached out for me to lead there and the local um, Bible study group on campus. So I was leading in college and I, I was dating my wife at the time. And, uh, this is, listen, we're, we're, we're both, we're both local Haitian kids with strict parents. And we were on a college campus by ourselves for the first time in our whole entire life. So we wanted to get crazy. (laughs) And so while I was leading, listen, man, while I was leading in college, we got crazy. And so, um, and but it was like that second semester of my freshman year. I had a I had a 
the first semester of my freshman year was really crazy. The second semester, God just slapped me up, and God literally cornered me and, and said that I'm calling you, and he stripped everything away from me. I, my wife at the time, we broke up, and it was just, it was su- such a terrible time, but God cornered me, and and in that moment, and in those moments, really, I just began to go after God. And, and I said, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right. So uh, I would stay in my dorm room for days and, and just pray and fast and seek God's face. And, and God really met me where I was at. Uh, God forgave me. God reminded me who I was and what he was calling me to. And I really, really, even though I grew up in the church, but I really, really accepted Jesus freshman year of college after leading for about two, three years. And, wow, that's awesome. Uh, ever since that time, ever since that time, man, things just kind of took off uh, where I became the director of a nonprofit organization. I was leading in my local church, uh, traveling in the Northeast region, preaching and just continuing to grow. Uh, and now... You know, I'm the youth and young adult pastor at one of the most amazing churches in the world, Jubilee Christian Church, led by pastors Matt and Mona Thompson. And um, I'm now provided with the opportunity to to share my mistakes and share my journey in leadership. And um, it's a journey that I'm proud of. It's a journey that I wouldn't give up for anything because uh, I'm 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 now realizing that you know my mistakes had purpose in them. That's and awesome. Every mishap and, and every mishap and everything that happened to me and everything that I did that wasn't good uh, is a lesson for somebody right now. And so it, it, it's a blessing to just to just still be here and willing and able to share these stories. That's awesome. Yeah, you are at Incredible Church. Uh, I, I say one of the historic churches in Boston, one of the one of the most influential churches that Boston's ever seen. Um, Jubilee is a great, great church. Love my church, man. We're a church without walls. Love my pastors. It's, you know, Matt, it's just, it's, it's, it's humbling and it's an honor to get to serve uh, the people in our community, but to just get to serve the world at large with the influence that we have. It's uh, every day I, you know, it's one of those things where I just, I'm just grateful that God said, you know what? I'm choosing you to help and put your hand in this work as well. And so I love my church. I love my pastors, love our Jubilee family. So it's a, it's a great community to be a part of. That's amazing. And and you are the fourth guest that I've had. That's from Boston on this podcast. Um, And so it's, (laughs) you got to change the name of this podcast then, man. You got to be like, the Boston leadership, <laughs> <laughs> the the Boston crew holding it down. We had uh, our very first episode. We had Josh Gagnon from Next Level Church, lead pastor over there. Yep. Uh, and then we had uh, my friend and mentor Kevin Bagingo. We had Manny Arango, and now we got you. So we got some Boston just legends that have been on this. Oh man, I'm glad to be in the number, man. Boston is a, Boston is like such a. Uh, we it's it's such we call it a factory. Boston is like what like it produces leaders like nothing. Like years in Boston uh, have produced so many leaders, so many amazing global leaders have come out of the city, 
And um, there's something so special about this this city. That's amazing. Uh, real quick, we have a couple minutes. Let's talk a little bit about um, you. You just released a new leadership book called Target, and let's talk a little bit, maybe about one of those principles that can help a leader lead better today. Because uh, I just think you have so much wisdom um, to say on leadership. Uh, if you're in a room with leaders and they're like, raise their hand and say, what is just one practical thing um, that can help me be a better leader today? What would you say? I'll say respect. Um, respect. So um, the book Target, Target is an acronym for truth, anointing, respect, growth, excellence, and talent. Each of them are are just as important, except truth. Truth is Jesus Christ. Uh uh, aside from that, I would say respect is one of the things that every single leader needs uh, in order to, 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 to really be holistically successful. Now, we got to define what success is, right? Um, and, and if you ask me, I don't think success is followers on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube subscriber, subscribers. I don't think success is the amount of money that you have. Uh, you know, I don't think success is the amount of fame that you have or the number of invitations that you get. I think success really is you hitting the mark on the call God has for your life. Uh, it, it's you actually accomplishing it. It's you, it's you being in the perfect will of God each and every single day of your life. That's how I define, that's how I define success. And I don't, don't, don't see it possible if you are not living a respectable life and if you are not producing respectable content. Um, content that God is proud of, content that that you can be proud of, and and respect to me breaks down in so many different areas. Uh, you know, a respectable leader has integrity. A respectable leader has character. Uh, a respectable leader honors the leaders that that have come before them, and the leaders that stand beside them, and the leaders that are looking up to them. And so, honor is such a huge aspect of respect. Um, for me, and I think in this generation, I think in these times that we're living in, our country, our world is crying out for respectable leaders, leaders that respect all people, leaders that respect the things that God loves and the things that God has asked us to honor, um, and leaders that hold respect dear to their heart and to their identity as a man or a woman. Wow, that's so good. Um, I love that you said respect. I think that is something maybe in our culture we've lost a little bit. We've lost respect. Um, I'm not talking about politics, but but a lot of people have lost respect for the presidential office, right, or for the government mm -hmm. yeah. uh, because it go yeah. they disagree with how somebody says something or what they say. Um, how do we be people of respect? Like, what what are some key things that we can do to respect our leaders? How do we show that? Yeah, I think I think. Um one of the things, Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, a good name is more desirable than great riches, right? And so I think we have to make sure that we are protecting our reputation and we have to make sure that we are protecting perception. You know, for a lot of people, perception is reality. And if we want to stay anchored in the way as leaders we are viewed and the way uh, as leaders that we are being portrayed, I think accountability is huge, man. We have to be leaders that are accountable. Uh, I don't see success being possible without accountability. Uh, whoever you are as a leader, however old you are as a leader, however long you've been leading, I think accountability is key. Now, Matt, I break accountability up in three ways, right? 
Uh, you need seasoned elders around you that hold you accountable. Seasoned elders are people that have been where you are. They've walked where, you, where, you, where you're walking and they have wisdom for days because they've been where you are. Then you need accomplished peers. These are people that are next to you that are your peers, but they're stronger in areas that you are weaker in. And so those people, those people will then help you really be uh, a, a strong in your weak places. And then you need conscious subordinates. These are the people that you that are significantly younger than you that you're leading, but they are very conscious of themselves and they'll tell you how your leadership makes them feel. And so I, I really believe if you have those three areas as it relates to accountability, those things help you be successful, but they also help you be respectable. Um, and they help you be well-rounded and well-versed as a leader. Wow, that's so good. I think when it comes to accountability, uh, we like the word. We, we, we match it up to scripture, but we don't like to do it. Because uh, it doesn't Come always on. feel good, yeah. right? So we're like, man, I, I could preach about accountability. I can talk about accountability. Uh, we're, we're both youth pastors. I can encourage my students to go get accountability. But then when it comes down to actually being accountable to our actions, to other people, and if we gently um, get get called out about something, we don't like it anymore. Yeah, you know, it's a hard thing, man. It's a hard thing. Those who really want accountability and those who seek it out, the, your heart is in the right place. You know, you, uh, Psalm 24 says, Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord and who will stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. As leaders, we have to make sure that our heart is pure. And when your heart, when your heart is pure, what ends up happening is that you will, you, you will have more, uh, more comfortability with being open and honest because you know at the end, you're trying to do this thing right. You know, you're, try, you're trying to live right. You're trying to lead right. You're trying to make sure that you are in the perfect will of God. And so when you seek out accountability, it shows that your heart is in the right place. It shows that you really don't want to mess this opportunity up that God gave you. It shows that you really want to make God proud. And so it's so important that, that, when, that we make sure that our heart is in the right place, that we're leading for the right reasons. And if we are, then accountability should be something that we're running towards all the time. That is so good. And that's so practical. Like uh, uh, leaders probably listen to this on their drive or on their walk um, and, and they feel this tug in their heart right now. Man, I need to get better accountability. I need people in my life who are going through my DMs, who have my password to my social media, um, on, uh, uh, who, who are making sure I'm respecting my wife and, and other people. And so... Man, that was an incredible word for leaders. Uh, where can they find you online on social media? You can find me at Robe Pierre, R-O-B-E-P-I-E-R-R-E, -E -E, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can find me on YouTube. You can go on my website, RobersonPierre.com, for all things. And then where can they buy your brand new book, Target, that just came out? You can buy it on my website, robustincare.com, and you can also find it on Amazon. Perfect. All right, bro. Thank you so much for jumping on. This was an incredible time. Thank you so much for having me, man.